Today on the first Sunday after Pentecost, and after the empowering of the Holy Spirit upon the church, we celebrate what we call All Saints Sunday, as we honor all the faithful people throughout history who have dedicated their lives to following Jesus Christ and living a life in union with our triune God. Look around the walls of our beautiful church for a moment and take note of all the saints, the picture, the people who are depicted on these walls, the holy ones of God. We see men and women, young and old, rich and poor, from all walks of life. Of course, there are bishops, priests, monks, and nuns, as well as martyrs who suffered and died for Christ, but there are also simple, everyday people, some illiterate, others of little worldly influence or power, people that society may think of little, yet who in the eyes of God stand in the company of the righteous. And as we honor and celebrate all the saints known and unknown throughout history, we must pause and reflect on the fact that sainthood is not reserved for only these few select people. Sainthood actually should be the normal growth of every Christian life in our journey in union with the Holy Trinity. The good news is that God not only expects us to become living saints because he created us in his image and likeness and given us divine potential, but he offers us his Holy Spirit to inspire, enlighten, and empower us on this path of holiness. As we reflect on this calling, however, remember that saints are not perfect people, but saints are sinners, sinners like you and me, yet people, sinners, who live in constant repentance, continually turning back toward God. They are sinners who accept the mercy of God in humility and who continually open their hearts to the Holy Spirit so that they can be illumined by His grace. In other words, saints not only walk with Jesus Christ daily, but they choose to have Christ live in them. They consciously decide to allow the Holy Spirit to guide them at every moment in their lives. In today's epistle and gospel reading, we receive some very concrete advice on how we, you and I, can walk this path of the saints. So in the epistle reading, St. Paul reminds us that since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight, every sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Let's reflect on these words for a moment. St. Paul says, Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, we remember that we walk in the company of the saints. They surround us in our lives. They are involved in our lives. Together with them, we make up the Church of Christ. And we know that they are praying for us, our patron saint and others are praying for us. They're acting as our cheerleaders to imitate them as they imitated Christ. The saints are our encouragers, pushing us to follow the path of holiness that they already walked. So let us remember, we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Next, St. Paul says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. Can we honestly look at our lives and put aside the burdens and weight of our past mistakes and sins? We have to shed off the past to move forward toward God.
Can we make an honest confession and name the present habits and sins that cling so closely to us and hand them over to Christ, asking for Him to cleanse us and heal us and renew us, for Him to give us the strength to find a new life in Him, free from our sinful ways and habits. Remember St. Paul's other words when he says, God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. When we humbly lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely to us, God's strength is made perfect. Then St. Paul says, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Our journey with Christ is a lifelong marathon. Sainthood does not come typically in a moment, but is a lifelong journey of constantly falling down and getting back up, of staying vigilant and persevering throughout the struggles of life. We don't give up the ascetic struggle of repentance no matter what happens in life, no matter what mistakes we make and what failures we face. We accept whatever life brings us on our journey toward God, and we run with perseverance. Thus, we don't need to compare our journey with anyone else's. We have our own unique path toward the kingdom of God. Just run this path with perseverance. Finally, St. Paul says, we keep our eyes looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. If we want to know the path that leads to sainthood, we look no further than at Jesus Christ, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. He is the way. If we want to know the path, we need to learn and follow the teachings of Christ and develop a worldview that has been shaped by his divine wisdom. Our call is to become perfect, yet only in Christ can we discover this journey toward perfection, toward perfect love. So we are constantly keeping our eyes, looking at Jesus each and every day. He who is the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Along with these beautiful words of St. Paul from the epistle reading today, we also have Jesus Christ's warning to help us on our path of sainthood. Today in the gospel reading, we heard Jesus say, Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny him before my Father who is in heaven. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Now these are some pretty strong words from our Lord. But they're words to help us in our journey toward help, toward sainthood. To realize the spirit, the attitude, the worldview that we must have as we strive to become more and more like Christ. So Jesus begins by saying, Everyone who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. We must strive to live in constant communion with God and be so filled with His Spirit that we are prepared to give Him the praise, to live for Christ and offer a witness to Jesus in every circumstance of life. He is our life. He is our being. And therefore, we are ready to proclaim to the world without shame, without doubt. We are ready to proclaim Him to the world and our love and our faith for Him. 
Because when we don't do that, then we are turning away from that path of sainthood, turning away from Christ. That's why Jesus goes on to say, whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. We need to be on guard not to deny Christ, nor to turn away from him, whether through our actions, our words, or even our thoughts. Oftentimes, our denial of Christ comes because we're so preoccupied with the events of life, we forget him. Forgetfulness is the precursor to denying Christ. It may not be a conscious denial of Christ, but a simple forgetfulness. In contrast to this, we need to develop our mind and heart to be thinking constantly of God. We also deny Christ sometimes out of laziness or in our apathetic spirit. Spiritual laziness is a grave danger in our walk with Christ. Therefore, we need this vigilance, this constant, daily, ongoing attentiveness to staying in the presence of God. Sometimes we also deny Christ out of our egocentric spirit, our pride, and our willful arrogance. Only as we cultivate and allow the spirit of humility to be developed in us can we stay faithful on this path of holiness. Jesus then goes on to say, Anyone who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and anyone who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. The two greatest commandments are to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourself. This love for God and love for neighbor comes before all else, including before our family. Loving God doesn't imply we don't love our family. Of course we do. But it teaches us that God is of first importance in our lives. Only by allowing God's divine love to overwhelm us will we learn to love others, including our family members, in a more beautiful, authentic, Christ-like manner. Finally, Jesus says, anyone who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. The path of sainthood is a path of sacrificial love. It's the path of crucifying our egocentric passions and putting love before all else. Taking up his cross means dying to the world and discovering a new life in God himself. Today, on All Saints Sunday, we remember that sainthood is not reserved for only a few select people. Sainthood should be the normal growth of every Christian's life in our journey into union with the Holy Trinity. Yet, it is a very challenging journey. Let us reflect on the words we heard today from Holy Scripture that help us better understand how we can walk down this journey of holiness. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And everyone who acknowledges me before others, Jesus says, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But anyone who denies me before others, I also will deny them before my Father in heaven. 
For the one who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And the one who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And the one who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me.